paying too much for health insurance? Frustrated by high deductibles, network restrictions, and increasing premiums? There's a better way. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM is a Christian community delivering a robust, faith-based solution to the high cost of healthcare. If your current health insurance has become more of a racket than a remedy, take back control of your healthcare at around half the price. Learn more and enroll today at chministries.org. That's chministries.org. I'm Shannon Bream. I'm Will Kane. I'm Dana Perino, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. I'm John Saucier. The Biden administration not happy with the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. The 47-year-old Navalny, who stood against the regime of Vladimir Putin, died in a Russian penal colony last week. The backlash is still, for now, unfolding. Around the world, people have been laying flowers outside of Russian embassies to speak up against corruption, speak up against this act, and raise awareness about the many questions that we still have days later. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. President Biden spoke to reporters briefly Tuesday as he was heading out to California and had some news on Russia and an American response to the death of Alexei Navalny. I told you we'd be announcing sanctions on Russia. We'll have a major package announced on Friday. Until then, people close to Navalny say they're ready to pick up his cause, but that's tough to do when even laying flowers for Navalny in Russia can get you arrested there right now. People laying down flowers and being arrested for just that. Hundreds of people were actually taken into custody. We're talking about it today with Fox News Channel foreign correspondent Alex Hogan. She's in London. The government also warned people not to go out, not to protest, really taking this firm stance since the breaking news that we heard on Friday and over the weekend about 47-year-old Navalny's death. And he was such a political figure and a, a representation of moving against, speaking out against corruption and specifically Russian President Vladimir Putin. So there is still this strong sense of solidarity behind that statement behind that movement. And we have heard from his wife, Yulia, speaking out in the days following the death of her husband. She was actually at the Munich Security Conference on Friday when she found out about her husband being killed. So we often talk about how strong of a person Navalny was, but I think it's also worth speaking about how strong she is to get on the stage just hours after finding out about her husband's death. And she said she needed to. It's exactly what he would have done. And in these days that have followed, we've heard her speak out, really giving some strong statements, specifically speaking to Putin, saying that you have killed half of me. You've killed my heart, half of my soul. But she has this other half left that she's still going to fight for. And she, like others, have no right to give up. And she's calling on other supporters in Russia to not scale back this this fight against part of the government and to oppose Putin even more, especially ahead of next month when we will see Russia's presidential election. Yeah, we have that coming up. I thought that it was a dramatic turn of events there, that Munich Security Conference you're talking about, Alex, with Yulia Navalnaya saying she is now going to take up the cause of her husband. Mm-hmm. What can she do to not only keep his memory alive, but to continue that cause, to stand in direct opposition to Vladimir Putin and his government? 
Well, rallying forces, specifically when we're talking about this message, continuing to get people to to go out onto the streets, not only try to encourage voters to vote against him, whether or not that will happen. Uh, it's very likely that Russian President Vladimir Putin will win this fifth term next month. But her message is still trying to galvanize the support that her husband was able to build over the last decade plus and and speak out continually against corruption. So we're going to continue to watch that. It's worth noting also around the world, people have been laying flowers outside of Russian embassies to speak up against corruption, speak up against this act, and raise awareness about the many questions that we still have days later that the family still has no access and no insight into where Navalny's body might be. We heard today from the mother of of Navalny saying that she wanted to speak directly to Russian President Vladimir Putin, demanding that his body be released and that she wants to be able to bury him humanely without his body. She, of course, unable to do that. Yeah, it's really wild as far as the family members. They are still speaking out very loudly about Navalny, trying to keep his memory alive. I think the mother appealing to Putin directly for the body was rather impactful. I mean, it's kind of it's terrible for any parent to have to bury their child, but especially so in this circumstance. And they want to give respect to the person that's passed. Navalny's body is not with the mother, though, right now. He died in that penal colony. Really tough jail, Alex, north of the Arctic Circle up there. Mm-hmm. Have we heard anything from Russia? as far as what they're doing with his body. I mean, the guy was only 47 years old. So you think you'd like to see some sort of autopsy. I'm not sure if we're going to get a fair one in this instance. No, well, officials, so initially on Friday, officials at the prison said that he fell after a walk. He went unconscious. Prison guards were unable to resuscitate him. But later, prison officials said that he'd suffered sudden death syndrome. They do say that there is this examination underway. Of course, there's widespread criticism, a lot of skepticism of of what, if any, investigation is actually taking place and in calls for there to be an independent examination and autopsy, as you mentioned. But to rewind a little bit for our listeners, it is worth noting where exactly he was being held. So it was several months ago that he was moved to this penal colony north of the Arctic Circle, known for its brutal winters, it's brutal conditions, one of Russia's most tough jails. And in the months leading up to this, we had seen video of Navalny coming out looking increasingly gaunt. And and that is worth noting, despite the fact that he was this this charismatic, strong-willed person, 47 years old, we continued to see him getting skinnier and more frail. Again, speaking to the harsh conditions that he was living in, despite that, we still did see him joking and smiling in hearings, showing that emotionally, mentally, he still had that strong will. But you have to imagine the dire conditions he must have been facing for officials to be claiming that he simply collapsed. So that, that again, raises more questions about what exactly he was living through in these months leading up to this. Keeping up the cause of Russian opposition leaders is difficult when that country makes doing it illegal. The United States is getting some new sanctions ready after the prison death of Alexei Navalny. Fox News foreign correspondent Alex Hogan is with us today and is hearing more about another American who's been thrown in jail in Russia. We're going to give you some details on that coming up next.
Now, Alex, we have been concerned about Americans who have been detained in Russia, notably Paul Whelan, former U.S. Marine, who's locked up there. And then Wall Street Journal reporter Emma Gershkovich, he is still locked up in Russia as well. The United States says that one is not just. And now you've got reports of an American-Russian dual citizen who's been detained. Can you tell me about that a little bit? Yes, we're still starting to get more and more details about this, but we're learning about this this new uh, American-Russian dual citizen. She's a 33-year-old woman who has residency in Los Angeles, and Russia detained her uh, and says that she was taken into custody on suspicion of treason for raising funds for Ukraine's armed forces. So a lot of concern as to what that specifically means and the repercussions of something like raising funds for Ukraine's army and why that would lead to such an arrest. But we have seen, as you mentioned, other U.S. citizens jailed for charges that are largely seen as baseless. For example, Evan Gershkovich, who you mentioned, today a Moscow court actually denied his appeal for an appeal to to be able to leave court and leave jail until his court appearance But that means this denial means he will have to wait at least another two months behind bars before this trial. And it is worth noting this is also the fourth extension of his detention. He was arrested last March. So it's been nearly a year. And the U.S. says, again, these charges are absolutely baseless. Evan Gershkovich, Paul Whelan, now this new 33-year-old woman, we're likely going to hear from the White House in the days to follow of, of what the administration says about these charges and efforts to hopefully free her as well. Now, Alex, we did hear from the White House a bit today saying that they are preparing new sanctions against Russia in the wake of all of this, but specifically the death of Alexei Navalny. Any idea what they might go after with Russia here with this round of sanctions? Or are we kind of just in the dark for what the White House might want to do? Well, we are in the dark in terms of what exactly it would look like. They did give a timeline saying it will likely be on Friday, that there will be some sort of news, some further some further sanctions that we could see. But we we have heard this before from the administration that there would be consequences, and we have not seen that largely play out. It was on Friday something we were talking about a lot is that three years ago when Navalny was arrested, President Biden was actually asked what would happen if Navalny were to die behind bars. And the president said that there would be severe repercussions and consequences So when he had to respond to his very own words on Friday, he said, well, look, that was three years ago. In the meantime, there have been a lot of consequences for Russia with the loss of soldiers fighting in the war in Ukraine, as well as sanctions that we've seen since the beginning of the war in Ukraine. But that was all, of course, as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, not because of jailed citizens or opposition leaders. So what exactly the administration does come out with to counter what we've seen play out? Now, all this is they continue to try and lobby Congress for more supplemental aid to send to Ukraine, which is having a tough time right now fending off this invasion, which is about to be two years old. Fox News foreign correspondent Alex Hogan in London. Alex, as always, we love having you on the program. Thanks for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Thank you, John. 
You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Thank <laughs> you.